0: With not your truth or, kindness, Lord. With or not your truth or kindness, Lord. welcome to the notice where together we notice the mercy of God I'm Susan Hukstra, your host the notice podcast explores the need for validation and affirmation through biblical musings and unique stories from special guests. Experience relevant topics and encouragement as we take notice of how the God of Mercy satisfies. Today's episode covers a topic none of us like to experience, let alone discuss, rejection. Maybe your dream job was given to someone else, or perhaps another relationship ended which you thought would work out this time. Or maybe you simply feel unnoticed. Let's face it, if you are alive, you have faced the sting of rejection, leaving you unsure of how to respond. Join us for this episode where we discuss rejection, ways we attempt to get over it, and discover some new ways to take notice of God during the healing process. Rejection stings, especially if it's frequent. As a professional classical musician, I may have experienced more rejections than most, Competition for the few jobs out there is fierce, and it's not uncommon to travel hours to audition for an orchestra. I recall one particular audition, which invited 45 musicians from all over the country to audition for one job, which only paid $3,000 a year. Guess what? 44 of us got rejected. There is also a season of my life I applied for over 100 jobs. Those applications resulted in 20 or more phone interviews, 10 on-site interviews, five second interviews, and eventually an offer. Good thing I only needed one job. Then there were times I was rejected socially. I noticed others received invitations when I didn't, and I was overlooked to collaborate on creative projects I was actually overqualified for. And then sometimes people weren't even responding to my emails or calls. And as a writer and podcaster, there are times I submit an article which may not be accepted or finish a podcast and hope someone's listening. And perhaps the worst personal rejection I received was when my former husband betrayed me. Trust me, rejection has reared its ugly in my life more times than I want to admit. But whatever the circumstances or whatever the age, rejection does sting. Ask a child who is bullied at school, the colleague who was overlooked for a promotion, or the young lady who didn't get asked to prom, or maybe that elderly couple at church that no one seems to notice. And then let's not forget social media. We get unfriended, are occupied with how many likes our posts receive, and wonder how sometimes other people's posts go viral overnight when ours didn't. Everywhere we look, rejection rises to the surface. Rejection comes from a Latin word, which means to be thrown back. Rejection amplifies our need to be noticed and can bring with it anger, sadness, anxiousness, regret, and remorse. Sometimes we may respond by asking those W questions, you know, why, what, who, as if we've read all the signs wrong. Sometimes we even choose to isolate ourselves. Psychology calls this learned helplessness. So how do we pull ourselves up without letting rejection compromise our identity? We may look for ways to feel better about ourselves, seek out inspiration, or maybe even try to change our perspective. One of the ways we try to feel better about ourselves is to find something wrong with the person who rejected us. Maybe you can relate to one of the following quotes. Rejection doesn't mean you are not good enough. It just means the other person failed to notice what you have to offer. Or another one. Some people are going to reject you simply because you shine too bright for them. And that's okay. Keep shining. Inspiration may also help. Quotes from Bull Bennett may motivate us. He said, A rejection is nothing more than a necessary step in the pursuit of success. Or Steve Marshall, who said, Every time I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. And what about changing our perspective? Robert Bennett said, It is not rejection itself that people fear. It is the possible consequences of rejection. Preparing to accept those consequences and viewing rejection as a learning experience that brings you closer to success will not only help you to conquer the fear of rejection, but help you to appreciate rejection itself and the took it a step further. If you live for people's acceptance, you will die from their rejection. Rejection feels personal. Sometimes I even found myself taking it personally that someone said I was taking the rejection personally. We may interpret a remark or action as directed against us and get offended, even if it wasn't meant that way or perhaps at the core, taking things personally may mean we feel responsible for everything that goes wrong. So if rejection is not our identity, yet it affects our identity, and rejection is not necessarily meant to offend, but we do feel offended, then what are ways we can get the acceptance and notice we ultimately crave? Let's take a look at seven different ways to notice God when healing from rejection. One, acknowledge. Acknowledge the hurt. Rather than ignore the pain, acknowledge it and vent about it, but be careful how you vent about it and how often. Take the time to let God know how you feel, yet limit how much you vent with others. Dwelling on it can fuel more negative feelings. Also, acknowledge that God understands rejection in a way that none of us can. He experienced rejection after rejection on earth, and some still reject him. Yet he stayed on mission and keeps pursuing us even when we reject him. Psalm 139, 1 through 6, reminds us You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. 2. Recognize rejection is actually spelled B-R-A-V-E brave. If you never applied for that job or went on that date or started the ministry God laid on your heart, you're not taking any chances. Rejection is actually proof that you are putting yourselves out there. Instead of staying in your comfort zone, you actually had the courage to step out. That's being brave. Dag Heward Mills said, one of the greatest forms of direction for our life is rejection. And Joshua 1.9 tells us, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and be courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Three, call a friend. Recently, I received a rejection letter. A few days later, I heard from a friend I hadn't seen in a while. When we got together, the most pressing thing on my heart was the rejection. However, as I stopped to listen what was going on in her life, I realized we had so much more to catch up on. What a blessing it was to see things from the big picture. When we meet with others, encourage us to keep from taking things personally. Encourage can mean to give courage. Friends can give us courage to try again or remind us that others may not be rejecting us personally. Instead, they may be rejecting an idea, a skill set, or simply made a decision from their own perspective. Isn't it ironic that we get upset about a rejection from someone who might not even know us? 1 Thessalonians 5:11 reminds us, therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Four, shake it off. Jesus sent out his disciples in pairs to spread the gospel. They didn't take much with them, and every night they had to rely on someone to give them food and a place to rest. Some offered help, yet others said no. Jesus reminded them to focus on relaying the message and shake it off if people rejected him. Could dwelling on why others reject us keep us from the mission? In Matthew 10, he describes, And if anyone will not receive or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Five, give yourself time. Rejection is often redirection. Oftentimes when rejected, we do take things personally, but could God be politely redirecting us or illuminating something he wants us to do instead? Take notice. Psalm 32, eight states, "'I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go. "'I will counsel you with my eye upon you.'" It might also be helpful to take some time. Give yourself a day offer, plan a getaway, and remind yourself of the our goals. Renew, refocus, reflect, and relax. Spending time alone with God can be so beneficial. But be careful that you're not isolating yourselves. We all need community. Renew your calling. Do you remember the story of Jeremiah? The prophet Jeremiah kept sending the message of God but was rejected. Certainly this put Jeremiah into depression. Jeremiah 20 verse seven describes it this way, but his message becomes a fire burning in my heart, shut up in my bones. I became tired of holding it in and I cannot prevail. So renew your calling by remembering you are not responsible for the outcome of the message. You're just responsible to share it. Sometimes the message is being rejected, not you, the messenger. Seven, look to Jesus. If we look to the life of Jesus, we notice he was not immune to rejection. He encountered opposition and disbelief. His authority and authenticity were questioned continually. He even told his disciples to expect rejection. Living in a fallen world means rejection is a certainty. Yet Jesus gives us the ultimate example of how to thrive in spite of rejection. In the Gospel of Luke chapter nine, We see how he responds. Jesus knew his journey to Jerusalem was going to lead to the ultimate rejection, death on the cross. Messengers were sent to the Samaritan village to prepare for his visit, but when Jesus arrived, they rejected him. Angry, the disciples asked Jesus if he could call down fire from heaven to judge the town. Jesus said no. He continued on mission, refusing to waste energy on vengeance. With each new rejection Jesus faced, we see him respond by staying on mission. And don't forget, he already knew this rejection was gonna come. But thwarted, he remained steadfast. Taunted, he asked for forgiveness of his transgressors. Just like Peter did when he walked on water, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and keep going. Rejection is a human experience leaving us feeling unnoticed, but can also be a great opportunity to get closer to God. After all, this faith walk isn't something we do just once. We have to keep going. So go ahead, take some time to wallow, renew, and refocus. Soon you'll find yourself taking another risk and praying for the energy to stay on mission. You just might be surprised where God takes you next. I'm hopeful that these seven ways to notice God through rejection, acknowledge, recognize, call, shake it off, give, renew, and look, will help you during your healing process. But perhaps you have other ways God has noticed you when rejected. I'd love to hear about it. Feel free to share in the comments section or send them to me via email at susan at SusanKhookstra.com. I'd love to hear how God has noticed you through rejection. And what other ways can you support this podcast? Of course, keep listening and join our Facebook group, The Notice. Share the link to the podcast with friends and on social media, especially if it's a topic that would be helpful to them. And also be sure to share your topic ideas with me. You can do that on Facebook or by emailing me at Susan at SusanKHookstra.com. I'd love to hear from you. Also, it would be great if you could write a review on iTunes. As always, your support is truly appreciated. And next time on The Notice, join me as I visit with my friend, Julie Eikenrod, Executive Director of Freedom Farms in Traverse City, Michigan. Julie and I discuss how the Lord healed her, the many different methods God uses to heal, and how she helps others heal and find freedom, dignity, and joy as they discover how they are loved and noticed by God. Until next time, Take notes.